reading is to the mind, what exercise is to the body. Joseph Addison. Hello, friends. It's my pleasure to welcome you to Inside the Writer's Cafe. I'm Cheryl Nason. You know, our show features not only the hottest authors, but we also like to introduce you to exciting new authors who talk about themselves and their latest work. Today, you'll meet a retired United States Air Force vet. I'd like to personally say thank you for your service. A radio self-improvement talk show host. An instructor who taught leadership classes. A person with a dual master's degree in management and human resources development. An award-winning children's book author. An inventor. And the author of a spine-tingling horror book. Now you may be asking yourself, Will I be interviewing seven different people today on the show? No, just one extraordinary woman. Please stay tuned to meet her and to find out more. Joining me is award-winning author S.D. Moore. She's retired from the United States Air Force. She's hosted her own radio self-improvement show, as well as taught numerous technical and leadership classes, which actually led to her writing her first book. Moore has earned several honors and degrees, which include a who's who among colleges and universities, an ABD status toward a doctorate in education, and she holds a dual master's degree in management and human resource development. Her literary range includes both children and adult fiction. She's the author of, and I love this title, The Adventures of PJ and Split P. The second volume in her children's series won a first prize reader views award. She joins me today to talk about her new horror novel, Wicked Prayers. Welcome, S.D. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. And you know, writing a book of any kind is no small task. And your latest book, Wicked Prayers, is a horror novel. And as I was reading through some of the material, I came across a little description that I want to share with the listeners. The book reads like a graphic novel without pictures, but plays like an action-packed horror movie in your mind. What led you to the horror genre? Well, it's a funny story, actually. When I was 15 years old, our house burned down, and uh, my mother was too ill to take care of us. Uh, My brother and sister were much younger than I, and so they were easy to place, but it was harder to place me, the older child. But this little old lady who lived in the scary house down the the road. Oh, gosh. uh, Overgrown trees. She took me in. And in the front of the house, she had a picture of Jesus with the crucifix and everything. But in the back of the house, she actually practiced witchcraft. No. Yes. And so uh, one of the things that she engaged in was something called water gazing. Where you would write, where she would write a letter to uh, the dead and place it on top of a glass of water, and the water acted as a conduit, and this was supposed to open the door to uh, allow for communication with the other side. And I said, now what if she opened this door and something other than what she thought came through it? 
And so I thought I'd explore the what-if question in grand old horror novel fashion. I love it. You know, they say that the best books come from experiences that we've had, and you actually pulled that experience right into that book. Yes. You also pulled something else into the book that I thought was absolutely amazing. You're also, on top of everything else, and I think you're an unbelievable woman, you've done so many things, but you're also an inventor. You've invented something called the portable hot sink system. You'll have to tell me what that is. Your science and tinkering were inspirations for the science fiction weaponry that you use in the novel. That's unbelievable. Yes, and I don't want to geek out too much. I love it. (laughs) But, yeah, the the portable hot sink system is a three-sink system that allows water to heat uh, to the point of killing off foodborne bacteria. And uh, I figured that it would be useful for people who uh, worked in carnivals or for the military, um, you know, when they're out in the field because you have to feed people. And so just a number of uses for it. Uh, And so with that, I do love to tinker, and I have a lot of ideas for a lot of inventions. And sometimes I'll pull out my drill and start making crap around here, and I've just got... When the movers are moving stuff, they're like, well, what is this thing, ma'am? It's just some crap I've been tinkering with. Just get over there. So, yeah, so that's it. So I, I, so I just, just allowed myself to free my mind when I wrote Wicked Prayers and come up with all kinds of experimental weaponry that I think theoretically could possibly work. But, you know, we probably don't want that going on in real life. Did your military experience also come into the book? Yes, yes. Uh, in fact, some of my encounters. Uh, I, Chief Xanders is one of the characters in the book. He said, he actually gave me a letter and said, you could use my name and likeness in there. And uh, so I, I did. And so I had fictional characters interacting with Chief Xanders, who actually won a, a bronze star for uh, saving a bunch of people in Iraq. Uh, He was a a helicopter pilot, and uh, he actually went in to rescue these people, but he was under so much gunfire that the folks couldn't board the helicopter, so they actually had to hang on to the outside of the helicopter, and he flew them out under gunfire. And so I included that in the book, and he he was good to go with that. Uh, I asked him, I said, hey, one day maybe you can join me on some of these interviews. He says, I'd love to do it. So uh, I I did include some of my military experiences in there, yeah. Wow, that's great. A a hero playing a hero. Yes, in fiction. I love it. I think that's a fabulous idea. Let's give our listeners just a little sort of a teasing overview of what the book's really about, Esty. Well, it's uh, basically like I started out when I talked about the woman I lived with. It starts out with a woman named Sarah who uses water gazing to try to contact her dead sister. And when she opens the door, something else from the other side comes through. And this great evil overtakes this imaginary town called Autumn Town. And two detectives, 
uh, Del Cameron and Jack Richards unite with uh, uh, an unusual band of heroes to fight against this supernatural evil. Uh, this supernatural evil also creates some evil warriors and uh, some original creatures that I call leapers. And so the story, in essence, is about just regular people trying to fight this supernatural evil and uh, in order to save Autumn Town and pretty much the world. I love it. A lot of people really enjoy reading and watching horror films and reading horror books. I remember I used to be a high school teacher, and I taught juniors in high school at that point in time were studying witchcraft and we were reading the crucible and so you know we were talking about those kinds of things and this is when I was young and single and I was living by myself and I'll never forget one night I was sitting there and I was reading some book about witchcraft and the hair on the back of my neck just started to stand up and I thought I can't read this anymore and I slammed the book shut Did you have any experiences like that when you were writing the book? Because you really have to go deeply into your creative side when you write like this. Yes. Uh, When I was telling the story about things that went on with Dell's father, it it just kind of creeped me out a little bit. Uh, And uh, there were some things with the beast. That, that kind of uh, gave me a chill, too. You know, I, as, as I started to write it, and I, sometimes I'll, I'll watch the TV or have the TV playing in the background, but this time I was writing in total silence. And then all of a sudden I just started to feel a little creeped out. And so, yeah, I had a few instances like that with the book, yeah. It's interesting. What's your writing process like? What do you do when you sit down to write a chapter or to write a scene? It's, uh, usually I'll start by writing things out by hand. So I, I like to make some little notes and, and I'll say, you know, I'll write character and for this scene and this character interacts with this character. So I start out like that, but then I'll lay out some snacks because I, I need to have my snacks and uh, whatever beverages I'm going to be consuming because I don't want to get up to interrupt my train of thought. Uh, and, uh, that, that's, and then once I start writing, then I just let it flow. And I could be writing at 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, whenever the bug hits me, then I just start writing. The doctor's office, wherever. I keep a notepad with me so that I can jot down different things. But, yeah, that's, I just let it flow. Does it run like a movie in your head? Yes, it does. And in fact, I write as if this should be played like a movie in a reader's head. See, that's when I write fiction, and I've written a little fiction. When I write fiction, I do something very similar. And I'll sit down. I like to do things by hand as well. There's something about the the process of taking the thoughts from my brain and putting it on a piece of paper that's different than sitting down at a keyboard on a computer. The the handwriting seems to 
trigger the movie in my head as well, so I understand that completely. We both sound like we're insane to people who don't write. You know that, don't you? Well, I think it's it's an old writer's trick that you learn that, you know, your body, is it's all one piece, and so it's connected. So things that flow from your brain into your hand flow much easier than something uh, when, you, when you're typing. You, I think when, you, when people write and as they type, if they type something out versus writing something by hand, they will see the difference in how the brain functions when it's communicating with your, your hands and your fingers versus, you know, pen to paper versus fingers to keyboard. I couldn't your agree more. Yeah. Different. I couldn't mm-hmm. agree more. I think that's yeah. exactly right. And you know, I think there might be a difference between between writing fiction as well as nonfiction. If you're writing nonfiction, it would seem like the computer would just be fine because you're putting information together. But fiction is a very, very different kettle of fish, as it were. Absolutely, because it comes from you. Mm-hmm. You know, you are the, the total creator, you know, the the Lord of the universe, if you will. I love it. Uh, it is. It's your universe. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Who is your target audience, Esty? Who did you really write this for? You know, originally I, I wrote this for young people, but then my aunt who's in her late 60s, started passing out uh, wicked prayers to her church group. <gasps> oh, dear. Um, then I discovered that my biggest fan is the 69-year-old lady in some church group in Detroit. I, I've said this in other uh, interviews, but uh, they really go for the sex scenes and the, the curse words. <laughs> so um, so now my uh, my biggest fans are whoever they're going to be. Uh, I actually produced an audiobook, and uh, it's doing very well in foreign language sales. So, yeah, foreign language fiction slash horror. Uh, people are digging it around the world more than they are in the U.S. So uh, my fans are whoever <laughs> at this point. So little old lady in, uh, in uh, some church in Detroit, and uh, many of my fans... Uganda, uh, Nigeria, and Mexico. It's a big hit. Wow. So you're international. Absolutely. I'm impressed. Well, let's tell our listeners where they can find the book. I personally use Amazon, so all I did was go to Amazon, and there's a book search feature that you could pull down, and I typed in, the title is very easy, it's Wicked Prayers, by S period D period more M O O R E and then just click on the search and the book comes right up and then it'll say uh, in the upper right hand corner it sort of flashes and says look inside and if you'll click on that little look inside prompt the book opens as it were and you can scroll down and you can read a very nice very scary excerpt from the book and understand what it's about and then you can buy it right there do you know where else it's available sd uh yes uh barnes and noble uh kobo and uh, I think uh, Google, uh, there's another Google one. But the audiobook is available through uh, Audible and iTunes. And uh, the audiobook is actually my hottest seller. 
Oh, I love it. Yeah, people would love to hear a, a voice read scary material. I mean, especially uh, any time of year. Horror fans are horror fans. And I think that's one of the things they enjoy is hearing something like that read aloud. Yes, and it's voiced by professional actor Richard Fish. Oh, so he makes it really scary. Oh, he really does. Oh, I love it. Well, do you have social media? Are you doing uh, a website? Are you on um, Instagram or Twitter? Are you doing any of those things from a social media standpoint? All of it, yes. I'm on Twitter, but I'm usually followed by other authors on Twitter. But I do have a website uh, that's sdmoreauthor.com and so I'll, I'll post updates and things about what's going on with Wicked Prayers and I'm also on Facebook and uh, I have uh, a lot of followers on there so uh, my formula on Facebook is uh, horror, food, and inspiration <laughs> I love it Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, the idea of the snacks when you write, I thought that was very intriguing. So you're also a foodie, right? Yes, I am. I, yeah, I uh, I write food porn for a certain travel website. Uh, it's my hobby, and I have almost 18,000 followers on there. And nobody knows it's me. But, uh, yes, I am a foodie, big time. Yeah. I love it. You are absolutely a delight to talk to. What would you like to leave our listeners with about the book? I, it's, it's really about, uh, my goal was to simply entertain people. And, uh, and so that's why I wrote it as an action-packed novel. So uh, I hope that you enjoy it. And just uh, even though it's gory and it has some supernatural erotica in it, it just have fun with it. And just take away that it's all about regular folks fighting against evil. And, uh, you know, you could do it. And a wonderful way to escape at midnight. (laughs) I love it. SD, a pleasure to meet you and talk with you today. Thank you so much for being our guest on Inside the Writer's Cafe. Thank you so much for having me. Our time is up, and we'd like to thank you for yours. Remember, pick up that good book and read.